What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Patriots, join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com Brighteon.tv Rumble.com slash MG Show won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go one, we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. You fight, we fight, I fight, we all fight every day right here on the MG Show. Thank you very much for joining me today. It is Thursday. It is January the 18th, and we have been off the air for the last two days due to uh, weather, inclement weather on Tuesday prevented me from having internet here in Southern Oregon. And then yesterday uh, was reported that a localized uh, line was cut here uh, near where we are. So that's the reason that we haven't been on for the last two days. I would like to uh, wish uh, Mama Matrix uh, many, many prayers. Uh, guys, she had the uh, the procedure yesterday, and it looks like that she came through it good. Jeff is over there at the hospital today, and I'm hoping to get a little bit of an update after the show. But it looks like everything went okay, and it went good. All of your prayers worked. I'd like to thank you guys so much for all of that amazing um, to see the community come together and uh, give Jeff's mom a little push because let me tell you, she is a fighter just like Jeff is, and we are all uh, in her corner, and uh, she wants to say hi to her fans quite often out there, and that's all of you guys. So much love to Mama Matrix and each and every one of you for standing up, and uh, we had something very, very interesting happen the other day, and I think that each one of you know exactly what that was, and let's take a look here. If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Trump takes Iowa 98 counties, maybe not quite 99 counties. Tip my hat to the sun in the west. Feel the beat right in my chest. And that is you guys. Crossroads a second time. Make the devil change his mind.
All of you, that is the reason that Iowa came through because of all of the MAGA supporters out there in America standing up for Donald Trump. We got New Hampshire coming over or coming around on next Tuesday. We got to get everybody out there to the polls of the primary in New Hampshire. Each and every one of you know exactly what's going on. And Iowa stood up and told us the truth. They said it directly to you. We are for President Trump. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is who we're fighting for. All of the naysayers can just go over in the corner and sit there for a second because there's really no other, there's no oxygen left in the room. Vivek Ramaswamy has quit, suspended his campaign, will now be campaigning for Donald Trump. So we got a pretty interesting show today, guys. I got a lot of stuff lined up for you. We are going to do a deep dive into Psy War, psychological operations, and we're going to give you guys a lot of tools to show you what it is that's happening. Maybe you'll Figure it out for yourself. Who knows? But with that, Yeti, please roll that beautiful boom footage. Hello, this is Jeff Peterson from the MG Show. Uh, Shady and I are so thankful to our viewers and listeners on the podcast and rumble.com slash MG Show live 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. East and brighton.tv. If you guys want to help support this show, please help us with the sponsors, MyPillow, Sovereign Advisors, etc. We want to make sure that you understand the best way for you to help our show because we are not funded by Pfizer. We're funded by you. And this is citizen journalism, independent citizen journalism. This is the best way to support us. This is our mg.show slash donate site. Uh, this $17 a month one is really awesome. I don't know why I like that number. Then there's also, that's recurring. Then there's also one-time donation, and there are other ways to donate as well. Uh, use buy, buy us a coffee and give, send, go. But please, we really need your help to fight this battle every day and bring you content on our website. We've got a new blog too. So get over there, check out the content that we're delivering to you every day. Thank you guys, God bless. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Welcome back to the MG show here at uh, uh, Rumble. And also we are on Brighton.tv. Thank you very, very much, Brighton. Also with Red State Talk Radio. And the broadcast is going out to Twitter. I want to thank everybody very much uh, that uh, 
Mike Lindell number. What is that number? 1-800-873-0478, I think is the number, but yet he doesn't have Oh, there it is. Yeah. 800. I got it. 873-0478. So thank you very much for all the support of Mike Lindell and uh, the uh, the MG show here. Really greatly appreciates everything that you guys have done. We are moving into 2024 now, almost halfway through the month of a little, well, actually a little bit over halfway through the month of January right now, less than 10 months to go till the election. And just like I was saying before the break there, we have been in a unbelievable wash of information over the last three or four years of uh, exactly what's been going on. And I'd like to just mention out there to a number of people that have been uh, screaming and yelling about all these different things of, uh, you know, Donald Trump is going to be magically reinstated and all these different things about executive orders and all of this stuff. Well, I'm just wanted to remind you right now, if uh, all of this stuff that these people have been saying, whatever w- did happen three, four years ago, then right now you would be at the end of Donald Trump's second term and we're getting ready to start Donald Trump's second term. So I think we're in a really good spot on the map, everybody. And I'd like to just thank everybody again, because it is Donald Trump that we're in this fight to support. And that is who is going to lead America back to being the greatest nation on earth. We were the greatest nation on earth. When a lot of us, a lot of you were young, we were the greatest nation on earth. We were the greatest nation in almost every category or data point. And now that has slipped to, uh, into oblivion really. And, uh, Mr. Trump is standing up and telling you that you are the reason that he is fighting. And that is exactly the reason that the MG show fights. So thank you guys very much out there. And so to start off with today, we're going to, uh, really do a little quick summary of, uh, all of the uh, BS going on about, you know, what happened in Iowa and this win, because even the rhinos and Republicans are acting like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Nikki Haley still has a chance. Ron DeSantis still has a chance. Well, I want to show you right here. The largest point lead in an Iowa caucus in history was in 1988 with Bob Dole. And that was a 13 point differentiation. And so Donald Trump just beat his closest opponent by over 30. I think it may have been even close to 31 points that he was up by. So isn't that very interesting that you don't see anybody talking about the blowout or the landslide that was Iowa the other night. And also whenever you take a look, just take a look back at some previous uh, caucus results, you can kind of see how these caucus results usually turn out like 25%, 24%, 20% for the top two to three candidates. Usually the leading candidate edges it out by a couple of percentage points, but it's more times than not very tight in Iowa. And what we saw the other day was a sea of red. Okay. You saw Donald Trump, you saw MAGA, you saw the America first people come out in a weather uh, weather event like no one has ever seen. I think some of the coldest temperatures that we've had in America have just happened coincidentally happened during the Iowa caucus. So we got New Hampshire to jump to next week. I want to uh, thank all of our New Hampshire people that are out there and helping Trump get out, get the word out. Donald Trump, I think, did a uh, he did an event there yesterday. A couple more coming up, a big rally coming up on the weekend, day after tomorrow. So there's going to be a lot going on, and the basically the majority of what's going on is the pop the the popping heads in the media. The media's popping heads is kind of like the, the, and not just on the left, the media popping heads on the left and the right. And we're going to go into a lot of that today about, you know, exactly who are these people who are these people really for Trump or a number of these people out there pretending to be for Trump and then doing things in the background that no one can see. And no one really knows that they're up to. 
Well, it really does seem like that. And so today, what I'd like to do is I'm going to do a little bit more reading to you. This is going to be a little bit in the same theme as what I did last week with the Alex Jones expose, digging a little deeper into some of this stuff that I think that you should take a look at. I think that you should see it. The MG show thinks you should see this information because we know that with better information, you're better able to make good decisions. And so we're going to talk today about psyops, psy war, psychological operations, and what really that is, what, what, what is that? What does that really mean? What does a psychological operation mean? Well, that basically means telling you a bogus story or planting stories or, or uh, uh, overemphasizing some points and underemphasizing other points or uh, uh, focusing on something that's irrelevant and omitting something that's very, very relevant. Those things are psychological operations, and those things have been implemented around the world for uh, a number of years before they started being implemented here in America by seemingly the people that we trust. But first off today, I want to read this because one of these, um, <clears throat> one of the big narratives out there is that uh, 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 if you are a uh, if you're a Catholic, that you can't be a Freemason, okay? And so that's a very interesting perspective, and you will see that trope reiterated over and over and over again, and it's very interesting. But first, before we jump into uh, the meat of this today, I wanted to read this right here real quick. This is a, uh, an interview with um, Leo Zagami, who is one of the bloodline elite people. And in this very beginning of this, uh, my name is Ronnie. Once again, my warmest thanks to you for agreeing to do an interview. I'm touched by your courage and willingness to let truth be heard, and I believe that one day we must all stand up and be counted. So many prayers as everyone reads this interview will be blessed to have their eyes open and prepare themselves. Now, I'm not going to be reading this interview in particular, but what I did want to do was start off by reading the uh, first question that was asked and then the response to it. Uh, your bloodline means that you are a Sicilian Don and a prince of the sacred Roman Empire. What does this mean to you? Now, who is the sacred Roman Empire? Is that the Catholic Church? Question, did the world look like a strange place knowing that your family and things around you are so powerful? Answer, well, the world looks basically like a global puppet show in the hands of the usual families of idiots who usually never change their ways century after century. During this time, some try to rebel and end up as saints or martyrs of the usual Roman church mafia, the Catholic church is always ready to steal anything good if it, come, if it comes up like they did with St. Francis, but they are never ready to give up the immense power and wealth they have accumulated in 2,000 years of lies and what I can only define as organized crime. By being one of them, you understand all this at quite a young age, and if you are not completely brainwashed by their church propaganda, but what can any of the families involved do to change things in front of such evil? It is a big risk to challenge the real system of power that rules the elite for anybody who belongs to it. So usually for your own safety and the safety of the rest of your family, you stay silent even when you know it's wrong, very wrong, what is going on. That's a little synopsis right there from that interview, which I think is compelling considering what we've been seeing in the world right now but the um but what we're going to dig into here is actually the couple articles down on this page and we're going to kind of go in depth a little bit on 
this article right here. The Satanic Cult of Military Mind Control PSYOP and the Aquino Legacy. And here you have uh, this picture. Is this Actually, this website um, that I'm on doesn't load on most phones because it's an older website. And so uh, I, this is actually an archive link that I have here. So some of the stuff isn't in it. But in this photo of Michael and Lilith Aquino, the daughter of Anton LaVey, founder of the Church of Satan. And uh, here is that photo, those two photos. I'm not sure exactly which one of these two that one is in that article, but it's one of those two photos right there that it's showing <clears throat> in the top of this article. <clears throat> the satanic <clears throat> cult of military mind control PSYOP and the Aquino legacy. Now, we're going to bounce around a little bit. There's some interesting stuff right here. Background. Fox News is owned by News Corps. News Corps owns HarperCollins Book Publishers. Fox News has a military analyst named Paul Vallely, a retired general, as a military affairs commentator. You guys know that name? Paul Vallely. While in the U.S. Army, he co-authored a tract with Colonel Michael Aquino, who his who is, as we all know, a practicing Satanist and leader of an offshoot of the Church of Satan that created the so-called Bible of theirs. Title of the tract was Mind Wars and was on deep psyops and directed at the target's country, at the target country's civilian population, like ours, maybe. From psyop to mind war, the psychology of victory by Colonel Paul E. Valley with Michael a. Aquino, the 12-page Army report is undated, but it outlines the use of psychotronics, intelligence, and operational weapon systems, employing the use of mind control, commonly known as psychological operations, or a PSYOP. Sometime in late 1980, then-Colonel Paul E. Vallely, the commander of the 7th Psychological Operations Group, United States Army Reserve Presidio of San Francisco, co-authored a discussion paper which received wide and controversial attention within the U.S. military, particularly within the special ops communities. From PSYOP to Mind War, the psychology of victory presented a Nitzchen scheme for waging perpetual psychological warfare against friend and enemy populations alike and even against the American people. Okay, so what in the world does that word mean, you ask? Friedrich Nietzsche was a German philosopher and cultural critic who published, let me see if I can make that bigger. Yep. Who published intensively in the 1870s and 1880s. He's famous for uncompromising criticisms of traditional European morality and religion. You guys noticing any compromises in your morality, in your societal morality and religion? as well as conventional philosophical ideas and social and political pieties associated with, with um, modern, modern, modernity. Many of these criticisms rely on psychological diagnosis that expose false consciousnesses infecting people's received ideas. For that reason, he is often associated with a group of the late modern thinkers, including Marx and Freud, who advanced a hermeneutics of suspicion against traditional values 
also used as the psychological analysis to support original theories about the nature of self and provocative proposals suggesting new values that he thought would promote cultural renewal and improve social and psychological life by comparison to life under the traditional values he criticized. New values, guys. That's what you're under. You're under the spell of new values. The Mind War paper was provoked by an article by Lieutenant Colonel John Alexander, which appeared in the December of 1980 edition of Military Review, advocating the introduction of extrasensory perception, telepathetic or uh, behavior modifications, parapsychology, psychokinesis, mind over matter, remote viewing, out-of-body experiences, and other new age occult practices into U.S. military intelligence. Paper was entitled, The New Mental Battlefield, Beam Me Up, Spock. But the subsequent paper, co-authored by Valerie, went way beyond ESP and other, par- other paranormal techniques advocated by Alexander. Strategic mind war must begin the moment war is considered to be inevitable, the document stated. In other words, the war begins before any war begins. The war begins whenever you decide you're going to war. That's when the war begins. It must seek out the attention of the enemy nation through every available medium, and it must strike at the nation's potential soldiers before they put on a uniform. It is in their homes and communities, and they are most vulnerable to mind war. Now, think about this in association with what you're seeing with all this fake narrative stories in the mainstream media. All of the judges see it on TV. All of the attorneys see it on TV. All of the jury people see all this stuff on TV. So there is an associated understanding amongst all players in any particular arena because everyone pays attention to the same propaganda on TV. Therefore, things get pushed forward that are nonsense more often than not. Leaving nothing to the imagination, the document concluded by emphasizing that mind war should employ subliminal brainwashing technologies and weapons that directly attack the targeted population's central nervous system and brain functioning, taking full advantage of such phenomena as atmospheric electromagnetic activity, air ionization, and extremely low-frequency waves. The mind war paper was disturbing for reasons beyond its fascist and occultist content. Colonel Vallely's co-author was a PSYOP research analysis team leader named Major Michael Aquino. Five years before the circulation of the Mind War paper, Special Forces Reserve's officer Aquino founded the Temple of Set, a satanic organization which is the successor to Anton LaVey's Church of Satan. Vallely and Aquino's Mind War scheme is remarkably similar to the Total Information Awareness TIA program launched by Donald Rumsfeld Pentagon under the direction of the Iran Gate figure, Admiral John Poindexter. Now, you're going to note, if you, pay, if you saw the uh, expose I did on Alex Jones last week, a number of these different things are going to co- cooperate. You're going to see the merging of these different people and players that are all involved in psyoping you. The TIA Global Propaganda Mega Mining Plan was reportedly scrapped after a series of negative news stories, but Pentagon sources reported that the program was merely taken into a black box. On, you think it's been taken into a black box, guys? On August 16, 2005, the New York Times' uh, Philip Shannon revealed that the super-secret Pentagon special action program called Able Danger had tracked Mohammed Atta and three other September 11, 2001 hijackers a year prior to the attacks. 
But Pentagon lawyers with the Special Operations Command refused to allow the information to be shared with FBI for fear of exposing the data mining program to any public scrutiny. In other words, they didn't want to say that they were already onto these people, which they were actually operating. Psychological Operations Aquino and Psychological Warfare wrote in 67 alone a total of 29,276 armed Viet Cong and the equivalent of 95 enemy infantry battalions surrendered to Arvin or MACV forces under the the Chin Hoi Amnesty Program, the major PSYOP effort of the Vietnam War. At the time, MACV estimated that the elimination of the same number of enemy troops in combat would have cost us 6,000 dead. Aquino argued that the U.S. lost the war in Vietnam not because we were outfought, but because we were outsyoped. Our, nas- our uh, national will to- will to victory was attacked more effectively than we attacked that of the North Vietnamese in Viet Cong, and perception of this fast encouraged the enemy to hang on until the United States finally broke and ran for home. And what, the truth of the matter is, there was never an intent to quote-unquote win in Vietnam. This was all about destroying young men here in America. Over 55,000 of them were lost in Vietnam alone. Uh, yeah, imagine how that number would have, you know, each war is like that. That's what each war is doing, reducing the population, reducing the strongest among us, because the strongest among us are the ones that decide to stand up and fight for us. The lesson, according to Aquino, was not to ignore U.S. PSYOP capability, but rather to change it and strengthen it so that it can do precisely that kind of thing to our enemy in the next war. To begin, there would be a name change from psychological operations to mind war, noted Aquino. We must reach the people before they resolve to support their armies, and we must reach these armies before our combat troops ever see them on any battlefield. Aquino went on to compare his proposal with the definition of psychological warfare first introduced by General William Donovan of the OSS in his World War II era basic estimate of psychological warfare in which Donovan discussed the need to destroy the will of the enemy, but an attendant 1947 letter stressed the need for a synonym which could be used in peacetime that would not shock the sensibilities of a citizen of democracy. Aquino indicated contempt for the U.S. Army's inability to accept PSYOP in its most effective configuration, adding that the reluctance with which the Army had accepted even an antiseptic PSYOP component was well documented. Having read about General Donovan's behavioral control, behavioral control program in the MK Ultra book, I didn't perceive it to be exactly antiseptic. Aquino's report, obviously written after the Vietnam War, suggested that future mind wars should be fought through skillful use of communications and media. Think about that right now. Are, you being, are they using, skillful, using communications and media skillfully by being able to completely compartmentalize and silo things and thoughts that they don't agree with? Mind War noted Aquino states a whole truth that if it does not now exist, will be forced into existence by the will of the United States. A Mind War message does not have to fit conditions of abstract credibility, as do PSYOP themes. Its source makes, its cre- makes it credible. Aquino continued that the Mind War operative must know that he speaks the truth and he must be personally committed to it. What he says is only a part of Mind War. The rest of the test of its effectiveness lies in the conviction he projects to his audience in the rapport he establishes with it. 
As I read the document, it was difficult not to recall Oliver North's diary in which he called his associates the true believers. Remember the stuff that we were talking about last week with Oliver North connected to the uh, the octopus and the nebula networks. Remember all the stuff that Q pointed to about Iran and the people associated with Iran, Peter Strzok, Huma Abedin, many, many others directly associated with Iran. Isn't that interesting? Noted that the receipt of the statement by Mind War Operative would judge such messages not only by his conscious understanding of them, but also by the mental conditions under which he perceived them. For the mind to believe its own decisions, wrote Aquino, it must feel that it made these decisions without coercion. Think about that for a second, guys. Think about all of this stuff that you've been hearing about insurrection act and devolution and all these nonsensical narratives that went where? It went nowhere. The the the, you know, the Phil Godlowski's of the world. Look at that guy. All of his case court case stuff about you know sexually abusing a minor and all that stuff. It's coming out now. I mean, it's but the, but they're still giving this guy a platform. Aquino's basis for his report came from his various publications, which were listed in the back of the document. More effective configurations of mind war, as noted by Aquino, may well have included the following taken from the back of the document. Extremely low frequency waves up to 100 hertz are naturally occurring, but they can also be produced artificially. ELF waves are not normally noticed by the unaided senses, yet their resonant effect upon the human body has been connected to both psychological disorder and emotional distortion. Remember all the stuff that happened uh, down in, um, I think, Cuba, and then there was some other instances here at the embassies and a couple other embassies of people being sick from something that they couldn't identify. Infrared sound vibration can subliminally influence the brain activity to align itself to delta, theta, alpha, or beta wave patterns, inclining an audience towards everything from alertness to passivity. Infrasound could be used tactically as ELF waves endure for great distances, and it could be used in conjunction with media broadcasts as well. So the human brain cell or the human brain can be aligned to infrasound through media broadcasts. Was that technology used on Noriega when he was forced to surrender in Panama under blaring radio broadcasts? And hadn't the Branch Davidians been subjected to loud music and chants for extended periods of time? Another section of Aquino report noted that ionization of the air could be used to control an individual's emotions. An abundance of negative condensation nuclei or air ions in ingested air enhances alertness and exhilaration, while an excess of positive ions enhances drowsiness and depression. Calculation of a target audience's atmospheric environment will be correspondingly useful. After his retirement from the Army, Colonel Michael, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, an ex-Green Beret, was later written up in the San Francisco Chronicle as the head of the Temple of Set, a satanic devil-worshiping church. In November of 87, headlines read as follows. Army says Constitution lets Satanists hold top secret job by reporters John Whittinger and Bill Wallace. Story went on to say that the high priest of a San Francisco-based satanic church is able to keep his top secret security clearance because his activities are constitutionally protected. Army officials said yesterday, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, a highly decorated Vietnam vet, is the founder and president of the Temple of Set, a satanic church headquartered in Aquino's Russian Hill home. 
Aquino, a psychological warfare officer who has worked in the military intelligence, holds a top-secret security clearance that allows him to handle information whose release would gravely damage U.S. security according to the Defense Department regulations. He maintains the clearance even though he has performed Nazi occult rites and has described himself as the Antichrist in literature published by the Temple of Set. The Temple of Set literature described a coming apocalypse in which only followers of Satan would be saved. Readers of the Temple of Set CIA experiment are encouraged to read such works as Mein Kampf, Hitler, the occult messiah, and the occult roots of Nazism. Now, right there, I just want to, and I'm going to jump out in a couple of different areas here, but right there, I just wanted to remind everybody about the little psyop. You guys remember this little psyop that we brought to you from Craig Sawyer trying to act like this guy right here knew who Q was? He was literally saying that they were using Mein Kampf for Q. Do you understand how the people that are within this cabal think you think? The reason that you're having, a tr- you're having trouble orienting yourself is because these people are projecting things that they think that you think constantly. They think that they can make themselves look like they're one of you by acting like they're thinking what you're thinking. But in all reality, They are absolutely not. So this little psyop here from Craig Sawyer, whenever he produced this, I kindly asked him on Twitter, okay, now I've seen your video and I disagree with him. Are you willing to have me and Jeff come on to explain to you what we think Q is? And he started calling us names and saying that we don't know anything about anything and that, uh, you know, just the same old story, calling names and not really willing to dig into the information. But that is interesting, isn't it? Because talking about the CIA experiments to encourage people to read such works as Mein Kampf, boy, it seems just like a replay of the same game, doesn't it? Aquino conducts to this day occult rituals partnered on ceremonies performed by Nazi leader Heinrich Himmler in the German castle once used by the Nazi SS for black magic ceremonies during the Third Reich. Nazis considered the black arts and satanic worship part of an ancient Germanic tradition. Aquino, in his book, The Crystal Tablet of Set, wrote that he performed the rituals to recreate an order of knighthood for followers of Satan. He even encouraged his followers to study the beliefs of the Nazi terrorist group, the Weim, the Thule, Gressel, Goft, and the Hanengrebre, I don't even know how to say that, two fanatic right-wing Aryan groups that existed before and during Hitler's reign. When the two reporters from the Chronicle inquired about Aquino's security clearances, Major Rickson declared that, to the best of his knowledge, there was no part of the, uh, the liturgy of the church that caused any security problem whatsoever. Aquino admitted to being involved in devil worship for 22 years. Ted Gunderson's box contained reams of literature written by Aquino, along with the other documents pertaining to identical subject matter. It was no secret that Gunderson lectured lectured on the subject of satanism and i learned from a july 1993 colonel bo grits newsletter which advertised gunderson as a featured speaker on one of his radio broadcasts but it was not the satanic aspect of aquino's writings that caused me to scrutinize his earlier writings for the army shortly after the waco incident in texas a secret classified conference was held at los alamos national lab in new mexico and an official copy of the speaking agenda for the november 1903 conference The subject matter under discussion correlated with not only the original Aquino Army report, but also with the MKUltra behavior research underway during the 50s and 60s. 
The title of the conference was Non-Lethal Defense, and just a few of the speakers included dignitaries as the Honorable Attorney General Janet Reno, Dr. Edward Teller, who had helped develop the nuclear bomb, Dr. Milt Finger from Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, Andy Andrews, Non-Lethal Project, and on and on and on going through the list of some of those names there. Uh, some of them you might recognize and former military advisor to Bush, uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Rod Trefry. The most noteworthy non-lethal technology presentations included the high-power microwave technology application of extremely low-frequency fields and non-lethal weapons, voice synthesis, incremental aggression, requirements for the future, chemical, biological, anti-terrorism, biological challenges, non-lethal research, fracture and dynamic behavior, biotechnology, and on and on and on, everybody. And so reading through a little bit of that, I wanted to, but now let's go and read a couple of other things that uh, Jeff had here posted about Mind War. The least one can say is that Mind War was visionary. Accurately predicted the fourth generation of warfare, which focuses on bypassing armies in order to attack population, culture, and institutions. And the best way to accomplish this was, of course, through mass media. The ultimate goal of mind war is to make people willingly do what they are supposed to do while not realizing they've been pushed towards that decision every step of the way. Towards the end of the short document, Aquino goes way beyond mass media. He states that PSYOPs must make full use of phenomena such as electromagnetic fields, ELF waves, to make people suggestible to mind war. And I'm going to tell you guys out there, there's a number of other psychological operations that were engineered by this guy, including flat earth. And that's not going to make some people happy, but that's where it came from. You've read correctly, Aquino stated that ELFs can be used in conjunction with media broadcast, which is Right here, Jeff is showing some of the schematics. Just look at that. You think they're not using these tools against you? You think, you think that they're just using these tools to help you, right? To secure you, to make you safe, to protect you. Well, I don't think so. Here, I wanted to jump into this and uh, sweet, where are we at? Oh, we're doing good. Okay. I wanted to jump into this one right here. And this, this is a, uh, let me just copy this and I'll drop this to you because this is long and I'm not going to read, but just a, a little bit of this, of this one. And I'll drop that other one to you too. Here, let me get that. This is going to be a archive link, guys. So it won't work on some phones. Um. Let's get it a little bigger. All right. Michael Aquino explains that his name keeps coming up in pedophile ring cases because he's the victim of a conspiracy. A black bag job, as he calls it. Everything, every one of these ops, they always use the word black in it. Isn't that interesting? He bases this on the fact that he is a Satanist, and so people just automatically hate him because of it. Unfortunately for him, making such a bad choice in lifestyle and philosophy doesn't excuse him from anything. Although in particular case, in his particular case, it certainly does land weight to the allegations against him and even invites them so he shouldn't really complain about it. He tends to keep his perceptions 
of all the bad publicity focused strictly on the Presidio child abuse case in which he was named, or since he was a central figure during the 80s, but since the only one he's ever had to legally defend against or defend himself against so far. Even in this one isolated case, he only dares to focus on it as far as his limited version of the facts go, and he totally avoids acknowledging the larger body of evidence that implicates him personally. Similarly, he totally overlooks the longer version of history events he's been implicated in by various sources who are far removed from one another and who couldn't possibly be engaged in any other sort of conspiracy against him. Whatever the case, I'm not going to attempt to detail all of the evidence against Aquino here, but since there's far too much for his short article, I merely want to put his claim of conspiracy into proper perspective in order to show how absurd it really is. Now, Michael Aquino began a two-year tour of duty in Vietnam, taking part in the infamous Phoenix Program. The Phoenix Program was an assassination torture terror operation that was initiated by the CIA with the aim of neutralizing the civilian infrastructure that supported the Viet Cong insurgency in South Vietnam. It was a terrifying final solution that blatantly violated the Geneva Conventions. Targets for assassination included VC tax collectors, supply officers, political cadre, local military officials, and suspected sympathizers. However, faulty intelligence more often than not led to the murder of innocent civilians. You guys see any of that in Iraq or Afghanistan? Even young children. Sometimes orders were even given to kill U.S. military personnel who were considered security risks. In 1971, William Colby, that name is going to come up again today, Head of the CIA in Vietnam at the time later testified that the number killed was 20,857, while South Vietnamese government figures claimed that it was closer to 40,994. The murder psyop program had the effect of creating legions of cold-blooded psycho psychopathic killers who would return home to the USA as completely different people than when they left. Many of them would become involved in Satanism during or after their involvement in the Phoenix program, and Michael Aquino was there to lead them into it. Soon after these killers started coming home, there began a steady rise in horrific serial murders and satanic undertones that centered around the Southern California area where Michael Aquino has always lived. That's just a little synopsis from this. This is a very thorough piece. That was 1967. And I will scroll this real quick so you can see all the connections. And this goes, I mean, it's just absolutely mind numbing. Whenever you dig into all of the connections of all the different people, and then whenever you start to connect it to our modern era and some of the issues we're having today. Disturbing on a level that is almost incomprehensible. Now, I want to jump back to this where we were at at the beginning and make a couple other points. Right here at the top, remember where it said Fox News is owned by News Corps and News Corps owns HarperCollins and Fox News has a military analyst named Paul Vallely, retired general military affairs commentator. That is the same Paul Vallely, everyone, not a different one. Paul E. Vallely is a retired U.S. general and senior military analyst for Fox News. In 1980, he wrote the paper From PSYOP to Mind War, The Psychology of Victory, co-authored by Michael Aquino. And here we get a little synopsis of 
of uh, Mr. Uh, Vallely. And interesting, the connections right off the top is uh, he served as Army Deputy Commander General of the Pacific Fleet in Honolulu. Who, who, who's out there serving in the Pacific Fleet right now? He was also a graduate of the Infantry School, Rangers, Airborne, da 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 He gives all of his credentials here. So you have Paul Valley, who helped write Mind War, who was one of the original contributors to Fox News. Also, a contributor would be him and Tom McInerney, retired generals who created the uh, movie Endgame, Blueprint for Victory in the War on Terror. I'd like to ask my audience, did we win the War on Terror? Did these people engineer a way to win the War on Terror? Was there ever a way to win the War on Terror? Can you win? A war on terror? Can you win a war on an idea? Up until recently, wars were waged against countries. But now, wars are being waged against ideas. Like the idea that you're allowed to think for yourself. The idea that you want to talk about the truth. War will be waged on you if you try to do such. So you have connections right there showing clearly that Valerie was an analyst, did work at Fox News, was you know brought on all the time. Here you have the connection with Tom McInerney and Paul Valerie. And then what do we have here? Valerie launches advisory group July 13, 2015. Many people believe that in a turbulent world, American interests are threatened by forces both domestically and abroad. Hmm. I wonder how much more threatened we would be domestically if they brought in millions and millions of people from other countries. You think that that threat would increase or decrease? For a group of military experts, 2016 presidential candidates are woefully uneducated on the realities of the world in terms of foreign policy and defense. Retired Army General Paul Valley at Big of Big Fork is one of these experts to better inform those who might be elected commander-in-chief in 2016. He has founded the Legacy National Security Advisory Group, a defense consulting group. There's a bunch of defense consulting groups out there consulting about you and what you shouldn't or should be looking or thinking about. Almost all presidential candidates are very shallow on foreign policy and defense, he said. Most have never served in war and don't know how to fight and win. Pressing concerns for the group include the ISIS terror campaign, <clears throat> Yemeni instability, <clears throat> a nuclear Iran, <clears throat> and encroaching Russia. <clears throat> all those things got worse. Valet, who served in the Vietnam War, said that while young campaign managers can offer political knowledge, military experts are needed to round out successful candidates. Others in the legacy group include retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, U.S. Admiral Navy Admiral James Lyons, and U.S. Marine Corps Lieutenant Oliver North. These advisors and experts, many of whom served in Vietnam in assorted conflicts in the 1980s in both iterations of the conflict and Iraq, says candidates don't know how to win a war. Do we not know how to win a war? Or are we just causing conflict to destroy 
blood and treasure. Because you sure aren't seeing any of the normal sense of what you thought of or knew of as war whenever you were younger. Now the war seems to be information, doesn't it? The war seems to be who has what on who. Who's got the goods? Who's doing the blackmailing? The person that has the goods on the other people is the person in charge. So then we have this interesting thing to connect. Oh, remember Q. Hmm. What do you have to say? Well, right here was a very interesting post. In post number 113, Q said on 11-5-2017, social media platforms, top 10 shareholders of Facebook, top 10 shareholders of Twitter, top 10 shareholders of Reddit. Why is Saudi Arabia relevant? Mainstream media controlling stakes at NBC, MSNBC, controlling stakes in ABC, controlling stakes in CBS, controlling stakes in, CB, in CNN, investors in Fox News. Why is this relevant? What is Operation Mockingbird? Active. Who is Anderson Cooper? Who is A. Cooper? What is A. Cooper's background? Why is this relevant? Snow White, Godfather 3, Speed. And we also have here, post 3957. When does an NDA expire regarding the Drudge Report sale to a foreign entity? Think 2020 underscore P election plus one. Removal, blackout coming of pro POTUS accounts. Win by any means necessary. All assets will be deployed this election. Sleepers Pro will shift position nay. Paul Ryan and Fox. And so you're starting to get a sense of a picture. And uh, guys, we looks like we are getting ready to leave Brighton. Brighton people, thank you guys very much for uh, watching the broadcast. If you'd like to come over to Rumble, we'll continue on for the next five minutes. And then I've got a, uh, another hour to go today on uh, some of these uh, conversations that I think that my brothers and sisters in America need to be paying attention to. And I'm excited that I've got a group of people here that decide that it's important enough to pay attention to, as a matter of fact. And so right there, you see in the top media platforms of all of the control of the Mockingbird media, you understand a little clearer what Fox News has been doing. Okay? Paul Ryan on Fox board, appointed to the Fox Corporation board in March of 2019 and a general partner of the private equity Solomir Capital. And there were a number of other posts about Paul Ryan as well. And it's just very interesting how over and over and over again, these names come up from what Q said. And then you go back to here, the Legacy Group collects information from a network of experts and informants around the world through Valley's Stand Up America, a multimedia educational group that seeks to uphold the Constitution and defend Israel and protect America's borders. Now think about that. Uphold the Constitution and defend Israel shouldn't even be in the same sentence. Uphold the Constitution and protect the border should be in the same sentence, but no, neither of those things are being done, being done. He said he got the idea after watching Mitt Romney fall on his face in a foreign policy. It's, it, it's just, it's, it's absolutely mind-numbing in the world you guys are seeing here. And so from understanding psychological operations, understanding 
Aquino and what his past is, understanding the uh, depth and the breadth of this guy's involvement, not only in the military, but also in the intelligence agency and in the real world manipulating events, many manipulated events that you have seen, including Waco, including Ruby Ridge, including the Oklahoma City bombing, not just 9-11. 9-11 was the big cake. 9-11 was the, the uh, you know, icing on the cake for them to pass the Patriot Act, which gave the go-ahead for all of this stuff that you're seeing right now. All of these people in media, all of these people in media, and that's what we're going to go into in the second hour is the connection to these people that we've been discussing here and the media. Because there are, <laughs> there's a number of, of folks out there that are attacking this show and deciding that we're doing something wrong here by telling you guys about this. Like, that's what we're doing wrong. We're talking about this. We're talking about it like it's real. We're talking like it, like it means something. We're talking about it like it matters. Like you should care. So why is it that every time that you decide that you want to ask a question or that you want to talk about this? I mean, I've got people out there online right now telling me that I'm watering down the word psyop. That's literally what they're saying. And interestingly enough, it's coming from the group of psyopers who are saying that. But you have had all of these different things thrown at you. Not because they think you're stupid, because they know you're important. Okay? Your job is to stand up for America. If you read your Constitution and understand your Constitution, it explains very clearly that if you do not understand what is going on in your country, then you will be lost to this globalist effort that is here to enslave the world. They're not just here to enslave America. They've already got most of the rest of the world enslaved. But you're standing in the way. You're like a virus in the system. You're like a little virus in the system that continually eats away at their narrative over and over and over again, and it makes them absolutely mental. It makes them unable to function. It makes them want to pull back and push forward harder against you as opposed to, quote-unquote, unite under the banner of the truth. Because isn't that what Q was saying? To unite under the banner of the truth? Not unite with your party, not unite with your side, but unite under the banner of truth. And if we can put that banner of truth out big enough, then anyone that won't come stand under that banner is going to be completely obvious. Hold tight right there, guys. We got another hour coming up. I'll be right back. I admit it's awesome. Stay tuned for hour number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on Rumble.com slash MG Show, Brighteon.tv, X.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support 
that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There is no such thing as a bad investment. There is only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings.
hour number two the matrix groove show on red state talk radio.com just say hey alexa play red state talk radio go to in the matrix three x's.com we can hear you Giving barren summits to the verdant plains Each horizon is a new beginning rise We're coming rain. for ya Far from the fjord to the ice-cold currents Rave and soar of a new frontiers Songs and sagas of a fate determined Shields and spears Prepare Out of favor of the thrill of blunder Pull together for the clan and kin Blank of hammers and the crash of thunder out with it. Oh, the echoes of eternity. Oh, 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 Yeah, welcome back to our number two of the MG show, where today we are going over psyops, psychological warfare, and the like. Everybody out there has got a different opinion. I'll play that again. Everybody out there has a different opinion about exactly what's going on and different thoughts and different perspectives, but the truth of the matter is what is going on is that you are being lied to, okay? Each and every one of you are being lied to in a way that we can't even hardly describe because it's so impossible to take away all of the false narratives that are out there to get down to the meat of the matter so that you can actually have a uh, valid intellectual discussion with someone. And then that railroading of the conversation is an intentional act, okay, by the people that, the powers that be, the people that are in charge, that is who's doing it. And so in that first hour, we gave a bit of an introduction to, uh, or not an introduction, but a bit of a synopsis and an overview of who uh, uh, Paul Vallely is and also of who the uh, Michael Aquino is and what in the world that they were involved in connecting to a number of different instances, connecting to a number of different wars in, that America has waged. And almost all of them are connected to these networks. And right now, currently what's going on in America, especially in the Patriot movement, has connections to these networks. And discovering it is obviously something that you're not allowed to do, right? You're not allowed to find out things. You're not allowed to talk about things, about people or things that are on your team. That seems to be the new overarching message that we're getting out there, is that because someone is on your team, you're not allowed to scrutinize them. And I'm going to say it again. If someone is in public and they are raising funds off the American people to quote unquote save America, well, they damn well better be trying to save America in the background instead of doing other things. That's where we have an issue. And so for the second hour, we're going to continue going into uh, the, uh, the timeline here. Like, how did this stuff happen? Where, where, did all of these, where did all this stuff come from? How did it get introduced into the conversation? Was it real and organic? and thought-provoking research? 
or was it engineered narratives that were built specifically to detract you from discovering the truth? Because a lot of these narratives literally get in the way of you seeing the truth. Psy war, psyop, say it often, say it a lot, because it's obviously triggering the people that we're attempting to trigger with this. And I noticed that there were a few rumble rants. I see a $25 one that was there and a couple of other ones. Thank you guys so much for supporting this content. Nobody else is doing this. Nobody else is bringing this stuff forward and showing it to you in a way to where you can comprehend it. Everybody else just wants to run with whatever the, 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 the group narrative is. And I'm kind of getting old or a little sick of it, kind of old and worn out, to be honest. So as we go here, this is going, I'm going to read a little bit of, uh, of actually mind war. This is, uh, this is starting on page five. This is from the document from PSYOP to mind war, the psychology of victory by Colonel Paul Valley. And going in down here into, uh, page number five, I wanted to start right here and just give a little bit of this because this is going to, this is going to, uh, coincide with the number of things we're going to talk about in this hour. Mind war is the deliberate aggressive convincing of all participants in a war that we will win that war. It is deliberate in that it is planned, systemic, systematic, and comprehensive effort involving all levels of activity from the strategic to the tactical. It is aggressive because opinions and attitudes must be actively changed from those antagonistic to us to those supportive of us. Huh. If we are to achieve victory, so let's read that sentence again. It is aggressive because opinions and attitudes must be actively changed from those antagonistic to us to those supportive of us if we are to achieve victory. We will not win if we, if we, if we content ourselves with countering opinions and attitudes instilled by enemy governments. We must reach the people before they resolve to support their armies, and we must reach the armies before they combat troops ever see, before their combat troops ever see them on a battlefield compare this definition with that of the psychological warfare as first offered by general william donovan of the oss in his world war ii era basic estimate of psychological warfare psychological warfare is the coordination and use of all means this is this is this right here is the paragraph i wanted to read to you Psychological warfare is the coordination and use of all means, including moral, physical, and by which the end is attained. Other than those recognized military operations, but including the psychological exploitation of the result of the recognized military actions, which tend to destroy the will of the enemy to achieve victory and to damage his political or economic capacity to do so which tend to derive or deprive the enemy of the support, assistance, or sympathy of his allies or associates or of his or neutrals or the prevent the acquisition or such support, assistance, or sympathy, or which tend to create, maintain, or increase the will to victory of our own people and allies and to acquire, maintain, or to increase the support, assistance, and sympathy of neutrals. The euphemism psychological operations resulted from the one general officer put in 1917 letter, a great need for a synonym, which would be used to in peacetime that would not shock 
the sensibilities of the citizens of democracy, then it may have succeeded domestically. On the other hand, it does not seem to have reassured the sensibilities of the Soviets who in 1980 described the U.S. Army PSYOP as including impardonable methods of ideological sabotage, including not just blackmail, provocation, and terror. The reluctance with which the army has accepted even an antiseptic PSYOP component is well documented in Alfred Paddock's brilliant uh, treaty of the history of PSYOP establishment. Again and again, efforts to forge this weapon into its most effective configuration were frustrated by leaders who could not or should not see that wars are fought and won or lost not on battlefields, but in minds of men, as Colonel Paddock so aptly concludes. In a real sense, the manner in which psychological and unconventional warfare evolved from 1941 until the Union is formal army capability in 1952, suggesting a theme that runs throughout the history of special warfare and the story of hesitant and reluctant army attempting to cope with concepts and organizations of an unconventional nature. Is Donald Trump being re? Instated out of thin air, unconventional nature. All of these different things that have been thrown at you. Is that unconventional warfare? How do you prove or disprove something whenever these people present it in a way that's been engineered to make it look like it's real? And then they send out all of their crew to amplify it and to act like you're crazy for noticing. That's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing to you every day. So now let's take a look at some more interesting things. Let's, let's, let's have a listen. Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney speaking at the Capitol, and this was back circa 2000, right, right around, right before the uh, quote unquote January 6th. Look. They have, this is a scorecard. Give me an ad. Where's my ad? Look, they have, <laughs> this is a scorecard from, excuse me, from Joseph Goebbels. If you tell a lie big enough, and that's what they're doing. And you see Pelosi, you see Schumer. Ann just told me that Pelosi, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, and they're trying to get him out on the 25th Amendment or to impeach him. Why? Well, because on Wednesday, they took Pelosi's laptop. She's frantic. There were some people in there that were special forces mixed with Antifa, and they took her laptop, and they had that data. because they have that data. I believe they also have a source that is talking like a songbird. And the president is going to spring that person on us so it will completely, completely change because it is someone that has said, I'm not going to do this. This is treason. Remember, could he, could this he, is treason, high treason. Sir, could he use the emergency broadcast system or emergency no, you, action message know, to communicate this? Did you see yesterday this? that they... An email went around telling everybody about the emergency broadcast system. So there are those, those little signals that you see. You see that 
what I saw was the September 18th or 19th executive order 2018 that if foreigners were involved in the U.S. election, the president could declare an emergency. That means he knew back two years ago. And that's why it, you know, it's just all come together that COVID-19 was a biological attack. How do PSYOPs get started? That is General McInerney. And remember, we were just talking about General McInerney working with Paul Vallelay. We know we're talking about who Paul Vallelay is. And right there was right before what you saw occur on January the 6th. Retired three-star General McInerney calls for President Trump to invoke the Insurrection Act, suspend habeas corpus, and declare martial law and initiate mass arrests under military authority. Did that not match perfectly with all of the PSYOP narratives that were coming at you three years ago? Isn't that interesting? Is it a coincidence? It's up for you. That's up for you to decide. Let's have another look. What do we got here? What was this? General Michael Flynn is here with us, former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, former National Security Advisor to President Trump, someone attacked and demonized by the globalists. You're here with us. This is unfiltered. Millions are going to watch this at this critical juncture for our republic. We really appreciate you taking time out on the eve of Trump's big speech tomorrow. Thank you so much, General, for being with us. What is your call to the american people right now well my big message is that the uh the truth is going to come out donald trump will continue to be the president of the united states for the next four years there's no doubt in my mind when i'm asked on a scale of one to ten what's what's the scale that you put that trump will be the next president i say ten without a doubt that is the truth everybody in this country everybody in the world knows that this election on the third of november was a total ripoff it was a fraudulent election. We have had foreign interference from multiple countries. I'll rattle them off here if you want to get into that. And uh, and Donald Trump was the clear winner. For the next four days after the 3rd of November, from about the 4th through the 7th, 8th of November, they just started stuffing the ballot boxes. And everybody knows it. And they got caught. They got caught with their hands in the proverbial cookie jar. So that's where we are. That's where you are. Really? Do I need to play that again? I don't really think that I do need to play that again, but I do think that you needed to hear it again. There's a lot going on, guys. There's a lot going on. This right here again was the mind comp thing that I wanted to show you. Oh, yeah, by the way, real quick. This um, was one thing that I didn't get to like the last thing that i didn't get to on the strat 4 broadcast with alex jones strat 4 is currently rain r-a-n-e acquiring geopolitical platform so r-a-n-e rain acquired strat 4 uh back in uh i think it was 2020 or something so i wanted to bring that in as a little addition for the uh people out there that saw the alex jones broadcast before so Interestingly enough, I'm going to bring in, uh, I'm going to jump over here. Now, what do you think about that, guys? Out there, I mean, that that was, that General Flynn just told you Donald Trump was 100% guaranteed going to be the president for the next four years. 
And then all these different narratives that just came out of nowhere to tell you that and raise all this money to do all this stuff. Where's the shame? Where's the retractions? Where is the shame? Interesting here, I wanted to just do a little scrolling through some of these pictures because everybody wants to talk smack about Q and say Q is this, and Q is CIA and all this other nonsense because of people that don't know what Q is. Just want to... This is December 7th, 2017, and this little picture graphic, as we scroll through here, gives you an idea of who some of the targets are of Q. And if you look closely, you can see connections that we all know to be there, whether it be Saudi Arabia, whether it be Iran, whether it be England, whether it be Syria whether it be George Soros, doesn't matter. All these people are connected, and Q was outing them as such. And that's why all the people that we try to connect things to scream and yell and have an absolute panic attack whenever we start talking about some of this stuff because they want to tell you, oh, it's no, it's not connected. Oh, it's not connected. It's not connected. It's not connected. Don't think about things like this. Don't think about what happened in North Korea. We need the boogeyman. Don't worry about that. Don't look, don't look over there. You don't, you don't need to be paying attention to any of that stuff. This is an, a little bit of an outline of some of your conservative media. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I got this other picture here, right here. Let me see if I can bring this in. Not that one. This one. Check this out. Andrew Breitbart founded his news business in Israel with Steve Bannon. George Webb has claimed that he was introduced to Jason Goodman by former Breitbart writer Lee Stranahan. Lee Stranahan has come out as anti-Q, just like Defango, Jerome Corsi, and Jack Posobiec. Dave Seaman and Alex Jones, enthusiastic Russian operative Stranahan, has been friends with Goodman for over 20 years and for his Sputnik News writing about uh, things going on in Ukraine, also talking about Unirock there. But isn't that an interesting picture for your conservative media? What is conservative media exactly? It's a network. That's what it is. It's a network of control of information that protects the cabal that engineers your society through inorganic events that are made to look like organic events. One being 9-11, one being the JFK assassination. You can throw Waco in there. You can throw Ruby Ridge in there. You can throw Oklahoma City and a number of other ones in there. And your conservative media always spins it the right way. Always spins it in the brightest light that can be painted for, quote, unquote, Israel. Why is that? Why is that extraordinarily consistent? Throughout all of these networks of quote unquote alt media, conservative media. All of this is controlled. All of this is built to control what you think. That's the point of this. That's the point of everything that you have been 
put through over the last however long. Now, you've got an idea of your PSYOPs, and you've got an idea of who's introducing the PSYOPs, and you've got an idea of how they came about, and most of you actually probably at some point or another believed them. Why? Because they're good at what they do. That's why. I want to read this right here. The trick is that at the top, there are always liberal establishment allied bureaucrats running things. Only at a lower level is it not unusual to find Christian, conservative, or non or Jewish neocon extremists overseeing special operations. Colonel, uh, Colonel Oliver North and General John Singh Lau, both governors of the Council of National Policy, are an example of that. North, in particular, took orders from William Casey, a conservative CIA director with decades-long ties to a group of established Pilgrim Society members, including former CIA director Alan Dulles, Eric Prince, former CIA counterterrorism chief Kofor Black, both involved in running Blackwater USA in post-9-11 world, are other examples. Prince, in particular, has deep ties to the Council of National Policy, and though his mother, Elsa, however, Prince and, and Black, in particular, also had plenty of ties to liberal establishment individuals, including President Bush and Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld. True, most scholars would label Bush and Rumfeld as neocon and conservative, but the fact that both individuals tie into the same overreaching liberal Eastern establishment through education, family, friends, business, and NGOs, ISGP has a superclass index plus more than 1,300 NGOs with membership to demonstrate that true McCarthyite conservatives are not educated at Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. They were born in places like Alabama, Georgia, and rose up to the ranks of the military joining groups as the American Security Council, and in the end took orders from the CIA directors and defense securities educated at Harvard and Yale and Princeton. We have a specific few people that never actually went to officer school who became generals. How did that happen? How did that happen? It sure is interesting, isn't it? <clears throat> Let's see, where was the other one I wanted to go into? Okay. I'm going to this thread a little bit. Uh, in the, uh, this is from uh, Realize1776. In the Matrix, when they asked you about a dig on Sing Laub, and you really seem to know the dig is on Flynn. This is a great series to make the connections between Mike Flynn, Jack Sing Laub, and the Shuffley family of Opus Dei and the Council of National Policy. You then have a decent image of the two-headed bird that controls us all, the Matrix of Control. This picture was taken at the Shuffley Eagle Forum. Phyllis Shoffley, Jack Sing Loud, Mike Flynn, Opus Dei, the right wing of the bird. Take a good look at that picture. See any popular media personalities that have been a pretty consistently anti-Q? I see a couple. That's right there in the middle is John or Jack Stinglaub. Couple other pictures here. Co-founder of the National Policy, Tim LaHee, Colin Davis, John Bircher, William Clyes, founding member Nelson Bunker Hunt, 
Bankrolled General Singh Labs, Flynn's mentor, Western Goals Foundation, founder of Free Congress Foundation, sponsored the work of Laszlo Pastor, a convicted Nazi collaborator employed at FCS. America's Future, Inc., Mary Flynn O'Neill, Ed Martin, John Shafley, Jack Singh Laub, Michael T. Flynn, Joseph J. Flynn. America's Future is a very old organization that has been currently passed on to General Flynn and Company by Jack Singh Laub. And they're going to tell you that it's just a great thing for you. Jack Singh Laub, or John Singh Laub, is one of the founders of the private spy agency, the Western Goals Foundation, which collected intelligence on U.S. citizens, acted as a clearinghouse for police departments, and most likely held files for government agencies, NSA, uh, CIA, NSA, who were crippled by FOIA, along with information that could be sold to virtually any organization willing to pay, including any nefarious organization. Now, I'd like to just mention, you can't get a ticket to reawaken tour unless you call Clay Clark's phone. Every single person that's ever been to a reawaken tour at some point has had to contact Clay Clark's phone, one device. John Singh Laub, John, John Singh Laub is one of the founders of a private spy agency, Western Gold Foundation, which collected intelligence on U.S. citizens. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a hard time here. You with me? Singh Laub and North used Western Golds to launder funds used to purchase weapons for the Contras. Both testified before Congress in 89. North was indicted and convicted, but charges were reversed in 91, and Singh Laub was not indicted. This became known as the Iran-Contra affair. Think Peter Strzok. Think Huma Abedin. Think Valerie Jarrett. Think Barack Hussein Obama. In 1982, the Boland Amendment passed prohibiting the U.S. from funding anti-communist Contra forces in Nicaragua. CMP member Oliver North partnered with Singh Laub to raise the private funds, and they raised money in the 194 meetings of both the CMP and the WACL. Why would General Flynn be on a board of the OSS Society, which has ties to his mentor, John Singh Laub? And now, what was once Digital Soldiers Media LLC is changed to Minnesota Shores Real Estate LLC. Before it did that, it changed from Digital Soldiers Real Estate LLC, and then now Minnesota Shores Real Estate LLC. Go look it up, guys. You can't make it up. Worth going back and looking at the links to the little sis. Not as long as the time today. Just did a quick look. But why is General Flynn on a board with a member of the OSS Society, predecessor to the CIA, linked to General Singh Laub? Just keeps getting deeper. Pretty good thread here by Realize. And I will drop that thread to you because I don't have time to go through every piece of all this. We're, we're just kind of getting it. We're getting an idea of what we're looking at here, a synopsis. <sighs> Voices of Communism. Boy, those are a lot lately, aren't they? 
At 100 years old, John K. Singh Laub died on January 29th of 2022. Singh Laub, a far-right Cold Warrior Major General in the U.S. Army and founding member of the CIA, had an extensive career dating back to World War II era of strategic office services. Oh, as a matter of fact, I want to do this real quick. I thought I had this up in one of the in one of the tabs but let's just take a look at this we're talking about the phoenix program what's the phoenix program and i, I want to connect you too by the way like a lot of this stuff to 9 11 and to the, the the movie or the show 24 if you guys remember that show 24 and the idea of waterboarding the idea of torturing someone okay that to me personally as an american the idea that we would torture someone prior to the year 2000 was absolutely unabashedly absurd We'd never heard of such. Even though it was going on, we had never heard of such. Well, that program, this program, the Phoenix program, is exactly what it was that they implemented after 9-11. And it's really, it's the reason that they implemented 9-11 was so that they could implement this program. But nonetheless, it is a torture program which lasted from 67 to 72, designed to identify and destroy the Viet Cong through infiltration, assassination, torture, capture, counterterrorism, interrogation. The CIA described it as a set of programs that sought to attack and destroy the political infrastructure of the Viet Cong. Well, what if they used it to attack the political infrastructure of MAGA? What would it look like if they used something like this to attack the physical infrastructure of Make America Great Again and Donald Trump's true messages? Would they endorse candidates other than Donald Trump endorses? What all would they do? What all would they do? Throughout the program, neutralized 81,740 people suspected of VC membership. 80,000 people, they just point and click. Oh, you're a Viet Cong. You're a Viet Cong. Oh, you're doing something we don't like. You're a Viet Cong. This is the same corrupt garbage that is going on here 24-7. It's called government. This is weaponized government. He was an advisor of the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation or Communism of uh, Memorial Foundation, VOC, and the recipient of the Truman Reagan Medal of Freedom, according to Lee Edwards, who co-founded the VOC. Sing Lab was an anti-communist's anti-communist and especially helpful in the selection of the South Koreans for our Truman Reagan Medal of Freedom that included South Korea General Peg Sun Yup, 1920-2020, who collaborated with an Imperial Japan. The VOC website also promotes Sing Lab's autobiography. This just scratches the surface of Sing Lab's ties to this organization, but let's work our way backwards. In 2021, Sing Lab stepped down as the chairman of America's Future, a conservative nonprofit organization founded in 1946. This is the same America's Future that General Flynn now has control of. This was a this is not a a, a a a a nonprofit. This is a information network, a blackmail network, a who knows where the bodies are buried network. That's what this is, and it was built as such from the beginning, and it has ties with the BS regime in North Korea and the pretend of control of North Korea and what Q outed initially as the boogeyman. One of the biggest things that Q brought to you that everybody wants to skip over was that North Korea is being controlled by this. 
that the CIA infiltrated North Korea in the late 40s before or during the Korean War and took over all of the mechanisms there and currently operate North Korea as a de facto boogeyman state. This guy, John Singh Laub, helped get that off the ground. Did the same thing in Vietnam. Now General Flynn is in control of his networks. Eventually taken over by anti-feminist Phyllis Shafley before he died in 16, Shafley co-authored the conservative case for Trump with Ed Martin from former chairman of the Missouri Republican Party, who is the president of America's future, and Shafley Eagles his 2018 later awarded its inaugural Major General John K. Singlaub Award for Service to America to Michael Flynn, the former director of the DIA under Barack Obama and short-lived national security advisor to Donald Trump, who became a hero of QAnon and the Christian fascists in the United States. Sing Lab supervises our granting of the award, and he recommended Lieutenant General Flynn, according to Ed Martin in his acceptance speech. Flynn said, I'm standing here as a reflection of, jo- of Jack Sing Laub. I commit to General Sing Laub and to you tonight that I will never stop fighting. Martin and Flynn had more than one special visit with Sing Laub later that year. In 2020, Sing Laub, a letter co signed by Martin to Trump's Attorney General Barr, asking him to show courage now by supporting. Lieutenant General Flynn, as American hero he is, later that year, the Justice Department dropped charges against Flynn and Trump pardoned him. General Michael Flynn, America's Future, announced Ed Martin, 21, succeeded Singh Laub as the chairman of the board under new management. America's Future came to be led by Flynn, his family members, and Tracy Diaz, one of QAnon's earliest influencers, who now is a DeSantis supporter. Tracy Diaz, Tracy Beans, blocked me on Twitter because I was mocking her for supporting DeSantis, much like Bill Mitchell has done, which have connections to this network as well. But we have Tracy Beans, who is also the social media coordinator for General Flynn. So now General Flynn wants you to believe that he is all pro-Trump, even though he's not a giant fan of Trump. He's all pro-Trump. But his brother is posting the pictures from you know, the, the, the pictures that they've got of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein from a long time ago, using that to smear him, just like the DeSantis supporters are doing. Doesn't seem MAGA to me. Call me crazy. Ben Flynn found in Sing Laub a kindred spirit on Obi-Wan looking for a Luke before becoming one with the force with a prince with priceless Rolodex full of sympathetic right-wingers, which means who owed him favors? Now let's talk about favors. What do you think that the people that were working underneath some of these people thought whenever Donald Trump didn't do what they wanted him to do? What were they thinking then? Were they promised that Donald Trump was going to win? Were the people that were puppeting them making promises that, that you know, that their ass couldn't cash? The Victims of the Communist Memorial Foundation was established in 1994 by the Fringe National Captive Nations. And I'm trying to just give you an idea of how big this network is. I mean, th- this, is, this is huge. It's, it's worldwide. Uh, and, and they, you know, you talk about blackmail. <laughs> this is a great, uh, uh, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. The National Captive Nations Committee. <laughs> The far-right leadership of which was close with Sing Laub, a review of the 1991 biography in the Los Angeles Times called it dangerous because it promoted low-level, low-visibility guerrilla warfare in lieu of diplomacy. 
The following year, the U.S. chapter of the World League for Freedom of Democracy, essentially an arm of the Taiwanese government. You notice any interesting things going on in Taiwan lately? Was reconstituted under Sing Lao's leadership. Would Taiwan be very similarly controlled of the government as North Korea so that America could have lots of cheap electronics and lots of cheap goods a long time ago? Before the collapse of the Soviet, before the modern economy, before the collapse of the Soviet Union, this organization was better known as the World Anti-Communist League, which is a great name, by the way. You know, what better of a name to hide your communist tactics than an organization called the World Anti-Communist League? With Sing Lao led in the mid, in the mid to late 80s, principal co-founders of the Victims Communism Memorial Fund ran the original branch of the WACL. WACL. Sing Lab, like Michael Flynn in 2014, was forced into an early retirement, which just started a new chapter of his career as the chief of staff of the U.S. forces in South Korea. Major General spoke out against and derailed President Jimmy Carter's pledge to withdraw U.S. troops from the country in retirement. Sing Laub and Flynn each created a private intelligence agency, but Sing Laub, unlike Flynn, apparently rebuffed the, the kooks who encouraged him to lead a military coup. Sing Laub founded the Western Goals Foundation with Congressman Larry McDonald, who became the leader of the fringe conspiracist John Birch Society shortly before he died in Korean Airlines Flight 007. Focusing on McDonald's role in Western Goals, journalist Zach Dorfman wrote the Politico in 2018 that he built his own mini deep state, a foundation that worked with government and law enforcement officials to collect and disseminate information about supposed subversives. What is the definition of a subversive in America exactly? People to talk about the truth? Sing Lab quickly became a prominent figure in the American Security Council, a, hand, a hard right Cold War think tank that he co-chaired as Coalition for the Peace Through Strength, which supported Reagan and other Republican campaigns through Chuck Grassley, who, by the way, Chuck Grassley is in the hospital or Something just happened with him. I, I saw early this morning. I don't know if that was yesterday or the day before. I may have missed it because of the internet outage thing, but uh, Chuck Grassley is, something's going on with him. Looking back, the heavy-handed anti-communist fear-mongering of the ASC and the coalition could be an inspiration for the victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. Sing Lao became obsessed with Nicaragua. He feared that Soviet influence in Central America would flood the United States with refugees, including communist agents who would carry out so much economic sabotage that the U.S. would have to pull its troops from overseas to put down the problem. What if they're doing that surreptitiously without you noticing? According to the Iran-Contra connection by Jonathan Marshall, Peter, Dale Scott, and Jane Hunter in 1979 and 1980, General Singh Laub, having linked his political future to that of presidential candidate Reagan, twice traveled to Central America to forge an alliance. Was he going to Central America to do the same thing he did in North Korea and the same thing they did in, 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 uh, the Viet in Vietnam so that they could initiate the uh, Silk Road of drug trafficking from Central America into America under the guise of Vice President George Bush? Question mark. Traveled to Central America to forge an alliance between the Reagan campaign and the local backers of what would later become the Contra Army in Nicaragua. Also in 1980, Singh Laub gave a speech to the Asian People's Anti Communist League in Australia, which drew him into the WACL and introduced him to the Stetskos. 
Yaroslav and Slava Stresko led the anti-Bolshevik bloc of the nations, the ABN, a component of the WACL that Scott and John Lee Anderson described as the largest and most important umbrella for former Nazi collaborators in the world. We start to say it again. Yaroslav and Slava Stresko led the anti-Bolshevik bloc of nations, a component of the WACL, same organization, that Scott and John Lee Anderson described as the largest and most important umbrella for former Nazi collaborators in the world. A year before the Iran-Contra scandal came to light, Singh Laub said his works through them, meaning the ABN, before correcting himself with them. Yaroslav Stresko also led the U or the uh, OUNB or Banderite faction of the fantastic organization of Ukrainian nationalists. So now we got Sing Lab connected to Vietnam, North Korea, Central America, and Ukraine, just to name a few. In Western Ukraine, later in World War II, the OUNB formed the Ukrainian Insurgent Army, the UPA which ethnically cleansed the Poles and hunted Jews, and the Nazis tried to utilize it as a stay-behind army before the CIA had the same idea. Stay-behind army, Azov Battalion, Nazis under the same banner. What the hell are we looking at? What are you seeing out there? John Singlau visited the OUNB headquarters building in Munich, started praising the memory of the UPA and adopted the rhetoric of the ABN about supporting the captive nations. Captive nations. Were we talking about that in the Psy War stuff? Are you a captive nation? If you're a sovereign person being an American, then you effectively are your own nation. Do you realize that? You realize as an American under the Constitution, you are a sovereign, you are king. Are you captured? Are you a captured nation? The PSYOP has everybody. Following his 1980 trip to Australia, the government of Taiwan loaned Sing Lao money to establish the U.S. Council for World Freedom. Oh, another great title, right? <laughs> These titles are everything. I made a comment on Twitter the other day. It's like if a note to the CIA uh, Stop titling your ops and they will be less discernible by the public. Hashtag Black Swan. The U.S. branch of the WACL, according to Scott and John Lee Anderson, Singlaub's outspoken advocacy for unconventional warfare would dramatically change the function of the league. But he didn't dramatically change the makeup of the league, as some have claimed, including our list of victims of communism, Sing Laub is unfairly credited with purging the WACL of its extremist elements, what he called the death squad activity, specifically from Latin America and really just Mexico in particular. The people in WACL from Latin America now are good, respectable anti-communists, he said, but nothing had really changed, said the Andersons. 1983 marked the 40th anniversary of the OUNB establishing the anti-Bolshevik bloc of the nations in the 25th annual Captive Nations Week. Sing Lab joined an honorary committee to commemorate the ABN and chaired the steering committee that planned the Captive Nations ceremony in Washington, which uh, Yaroslav Stetsko attended. Without Sing Lab, Stetsko wouldn't have gotten to shake hands with Reagan at the White House. 
Later that year, invited to give the keynote speech at a commemoration in the Los Angeles of the 50th anniversary 1932 and 33 famine in the Soviet Union, Singh Lao quickly pivoted to talking about World War II. He referred to Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler's ally and fellow socialist. According to Singh Lao, some inmates of the giant concentration camp meeting the Soviet Union welcomed the Germans as liberators and natural allies. While sympathizing with Ukrainian Nazi collaborators, he reimagined the famine as a premeditated, carefully planned extermination of nearly 7 million Ukrainians. Unfortunately, the Holocaust has not received the attention that it should. It took the Soviet government one year to destroy 7 million people. It took the Nazis five years to destroy 6 million people using sophisticated technology while the Nazis were defeated and while their works against humanity have been widely distributed, communicated, and published. This particular crime by the Soviets is less known. The following year, Ronald Reagan was re-elected to a second term in Congress, banned military aid to the Contras. Why, why are we still not focused on this, everybody? Why is everybody in this movement still not focused on all of the Iranian connections that Q pointed to on all of the different people, the different players that were in the Obama administration that were connected to Iran and the billions of dollars and the pallets of cash and all of the different stuff that was going on there the weapons technology was going there and right there you can see clear as day the network that was that we're utilizing you really think we're enemies you really think that america and russia in the cold war were enemies way back then or do you think that there was a larger play involved something bigger Reagan's White House recruited Singh Laub's WACL as a source of funding for the Contras. As reported by journalists Perry and Barger of 1986, the secret White House program reunited an old boys network, now we're calling them lady boys, of former CIA operatives dating back to the Vietnam War and the Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba. And according to the Iran-Contra connection published in 1987, the CIA's secret war in Laos and Vietnam was crucial to generating today's secret team behind the covert Iran-Contra supply operation. It was in the Loatian War that the key players got to know each other. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the exact same thing that is going on today. There is no difference than what is there and what is today. Who was John Singh Lab, the octopus Danny Casolaro? We went into this a little bit last week. I want to give you a quick reminder. Sought to document and expose C of covert operations and super surveillance software and transitional spies. He called the monster he saw swimming in that sea the octopus. It consisted of a group of U.S. intelligence veterans that had banded together to manipulate world events for the sake of consolidating and extending its power. Of course, it involved the Kennedy assassination, but that was just one of many coups and assassinations pulled off by the octopus since the end of World War II. The Nazi collaborators! We got the biggest organization of Nazi collaborators! The group had come together under a covert operation to invade Albania that was betrayed by famed British turncoat Kim Philby. The octopus had overthrown Jacob Arbenz in... Uh, uh, Guatemala in 1954 and had targeted operations against Castro, culminating in the Bay of Pigs, also had attacks or tentacles in the political upheavals in Angola, uh, Rhodesia, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Nigeria, Chile, Iran, Iraq. Casalero had as his main concern octopus involvement with putting Ronald Reagan in power 
the octopus surprise and the role that played in introducing the promise software into the police systems around the world. Police systems. Casolaro's catalog of membership on the octopus included such notorious spooks as John Singlaub and the late CIA director, William Colby, who was head of the Phoenix assassination program in Vietnam. And they had implemented in every version of promise tracking software to keep tabs on the Viet Cong. I will get you guys. I'll drop that link to you too from that specific post. Here you go to the chat. Wow. Can anybody say wow? I hope that that gives you a little bit more of an understanding of what some of this stuff was. Patriot, P-A-Y-Triot. JFK Jr. is alive. Insurrection Act was signed. Devolution. PCAP information that never materialized. Ghost Army acting like they're running your benefit as they run psychological operations for what we just discussed. Trump will be reinstated in March. High-level executives have already been executed at Gitmo. Trials have already been put forth at Gitmo. Q is quantum. Nasara Jasara. Nasara and Jasara was started by Leo Wanta, who's connected to this same timeline. It's all connected to the exact same thing. So if you're going to pull back, and we're all going to do that, and have a conversation, then we got to have a real conversation, don't we? Don't we need to have a real conversation? I've got these people, <laughs> we've got these people on our boot hills attacking us. Brian Gamble, General Flynn's right-hand man, was in a space the other night calling me a white supremacist. His boy, SSGQ, was saying maybe he's one of the Jews, spelling it all J-O-O-S. Why can't they talk about facts? Why can't they talk about the subject? Why can't they talk about something real? Why do they always want to throw this stuff up that's arbitrary, like Pizzagate, for instance? Okay, is there any heat to Pizzagate? There's some weird stuff there. But if you dig into the number of those emails that are being put in front of you about Pizzagate, you will realize pretty quickly that they were actually about pizza. A few of them were literally, you can't even take it out of context. Now, I understand about the Obama and the hot dogs and the different code words and all these different things. I understand all that. But just recognize how something that is something is being taken and it's being built up into something else and spread around like it's the main thing. When it's not the main thing. The main thing is that you have an unbelievable amount of operators in the field who are completely clandestine. You have no idea who they are. They're cooks, they're waiters, they're garbage men. You have no clue who they are. They're school teachers. They're congressmen. The only way you're ever going to be able to identify them is by their fruits. And it's the same thing with everyone. It's the same thing in your daily life. The only way that you can know is to give people the benefit of the doubt and then properly observe their actions 
and measure that against whether or not that's something that you would do. Big prayers up today, guys, for Mama Matrix. It looks like that she is doing good. I know that Jeff is at the hospital. I'm not sure if he's gotten home or if it's going to be a little bit later in the day, but we are anticipating Mama Matrix coming home today. Your prayers have worked. I think that she is going to come through it. I think that she is going to come through it and actually get some, uh, get some quality of life back where they've been dealing with a, a lot of issues that they weren't able to identify what was going on and they finally got it identified. And I think that they took care of it yesterday. Obviously, we're not going to know, but big love, big prayers, big hugs, big, big, big for Mama Matrix. Thank you so much to every one of you. Thank you guys for all the Rumble rants out there today. Thank you for caring about this show. They're censoring us on Rumble too, by the way. They're consistently removing subscribers from Rumble. They've been doing it for months now. I don't, for the life of me, think that people are actually coming to Rumble and unsubscribing from this channel. So we're under a level of assault that will take your help to get through. And we've gotten five years because of you. And so I'm pretty certain that Jeff will be back tomorrow and we will be uh, live at 12.05 all barring any internet issues. Some little joker out there cutting internet cables. But I found something really cool for you guys. It's going to end this show, and I think you're going to like it. So everybody, we'll see you tomorrow on Friday. Yeah, I love each and every one of you. And please utilize this episode to share with people to, wake, to help wake them up because I tried to condense a lot in a short amount of time. So I say, oh, it's a two-hour broadcast. Well, you should get a lot out of that two-hour broadcast. Much love to each of you, and here we go. They're gaslighting you with PSYOPs. Fourth generational warfare. That's terrifying you and me. Manipulating someone online. Manufacturing emotion. <laughs> I like that. Propaganda is persuading me. They guided me with psyops. Psychological operations. They guided me with psyops. They weaponized psychology. Yeah. 201 mass shootings, and it's only May. This will be weaponized. <laughs> when I'm watching news of war. That is information. False flag operations. Internet trolls. Disinformation. The psychological operation. Access and affecting the brain. Unelected criminals. Propaganda. It's become a tool of war. Psyops. Well, now I gotta drink the potion if I want normality. They lead me by emotion. Painfully evident. I must obey the TV screen. Psyops. They guided me with psyops. Voice skull, that's a real thing. They gaslight me with psyops.
rock and dagger activity Hollywood style. They control what's happening. Psychological operations group. In reaction to the thing Now here comes a solution Your brain is a commodity The psyops soldier They're guiding me with psyops She's playing within the rules They're guiding me with psyops That seems dishonest And hit me with technocracy PSYOPs troops have been placed in CNN's newsroom. I'm not sure who opposes that effort. I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Good heavens, misinformation! You're beautiful! I don't believe it! Here they go again! They scrubbed the web, and now I can't find anything! My attitude, my desires, more pamphlet notes, they've radicalized my notions! It's weaponized emotion Disinformation boards You're calling it conspiracy Asleep in a commotion Your silence is alarming me Oh, gaslighting me with psyops Gaslighted me with psyops Gaslighting me with Like a lot of cooperation Thank you very much. www.mg.show. Become unsyopable. Boom.